Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, the man who loves to fulfill his glorious purpose. It's Frank. How are you today? Uh, I'm I'm doing good. I remain. You are. You, you are he who... He who thou shall not remain here in uh, this podcast realm, something, something, dark side, something, something complete. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Frank, how are you today and what are you drinking? I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm drinking a, a new discovery for me. I just tried this for the first time last night. Um, I have, I have had beers before from. You had uh, beer before. Good for you. I have. Yes. Uh, on this program, I have shared beers from the (laughs) Marlon Brando (laughs) on on the planet Krypton. We have programs. (laughs) Uh, it's going to be a silly one, huh? I guess Um, uh, I have on this program uh, before talked about the Concord Craft Brewing Company, oh. and this is their Apple Crisp Porter, uh, uh, which I felt was was good for Thanksgiving week. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a delicious, it is a porter that tastes like an Apple Crisp, they say, that we, we designed this to, to, uh, uh, to spin in our favorite seasonal treat, um, and uh, they, they've added uh, apples, oats, and spices to their porter, and um, it is it is a delicious it's got a really nice mouthfeel uh and uh, a nice little like <laughs> apple sweetness but not like uh, overbearing it's really really nice it's still like a porter but like ooh, it's an apple porter that sounds awesome sounds mm-hmm. really good really balanced really nice very good i do not have a thanksgiving beer necessarily especially you have a chaos beer chaos a beer time, you know what time... i have shipyard pumpkin in my fridge and i feel like i probably you know pumpkin i probably should have had um, sure. That for pumpkin Thanksgiving, pie, but yeah, instead yeah, yeah. I went for a feist beer. Um, from ah, nice. Yes, from the brewery and tap room in Waverly Oaks, Waltham, Massachusetts. Ooh. Celebrate mighty moments. Mm, yeah. Okay. I will. Okay. Uh, mighty squirrel this is a mighty squirrel. Oh, beer. good old mighty squirrel. Mighty squirrel. He's a good one. Yeah. It's just their feist beer. Um, it's good. Love it's, it. Yeah, it's actually nice. it's really good. I've had a few mighty squirrels in my fridge before, which yeah. without context makes no sense. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, but this is the feist beer is, is excellent. So uh, I'm I'm happy that I am partaking in said feist beer. Love it. Now, Frank, I did something that I never thought I could do and watch six episodes of television. In one week. Can you oh, imagine ho, that? Ho, ho. I did wow. I know. I know. 
How did it feel to make such uh, an, an achievement? Honestly, it felt good. It mm. felt really good because, um, like, I thought that part. I thought that part of me was dead for a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it just feels really good that I'm actually alive and capable of watching TV that I want to watch and actually completing something. Thank God it was only six episodes. How did you manage that with, with a family? Um, I watched each episode in parts. So I had like okay. episodes okay. for okay. episodes. Got it. Um, got it. Got so it. Got I got guess it. I will watch 10 minutes while I fold laundry and I will sure. catch the next 10 minutes when I do this or whatever. It's honestly even more impressive that you got through six episodes in a week that way uh, in just, you know, in, in chunks like that. Like it's, it's very impressive that you had the like that you stuck with it that much to be like, I'm, I'm finishing it this week. That's good yeah. for you. Thank you. Thank you. Just, you know. Yeah, ten minutes here and there where you can love it. Yeah, well, that thing that uh, that we're kind of dancing around and that we watch, I saw, we, but we both watched Loki season two a little behind the a little behind the um, uh, Miss Minutes, but uh, um, but <laughs> yes. uh, but we but we made it, um, and so we're here to talk about Loki season two on Disney Plus. Frank, uh, non spoiler review, then spoiler review. Um, I freaking love this i wasn't I, super yeah. up on the first season and i thought this was amazing mm. you go i i remember this first season very fondly and really really liking it um i'd actually be interested to go back and listen to our review of season one again i always love doing that like uh, but i wanted to wait till we, we talked about it here mm -hmm. uh so as not to uh <clears throat> self-influence myself uh but i i remember really 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 loving season one um and I I felt like season two was a little bit slower to start, but in the end, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Yes, I would agree I, with that absolutely. I actually I did. I should I should say like I wasn't totally up on season one. I really enjoyed season one, but when season two was coming out, I was like, do I really want to revisit that? That's gotcha. Like yeah, how is I this kinda... worth my time? Kind right. of thing. Like yeah. Well, because I like most of the Marvel stuff that has come out has been like like worth my time in passing but not yeah. worth my attention which is okay I, I would say two different things but um but after the first episode i want you know of season two i was like oh no this is worth my attention totally yeah, absolutely um i just i just i forgot how good the dynamic between all the characters are how fun the tva space is aesthetically the production design of the show costume design um and even just the um i truthfully i actually even forgot how good tom hiddleston is mm. you know like sometimes you like you remember the bigger bits you know like of all the characters that you know everybody is of you course. know but i forgot how good he is at nuance in a character that is arguably quite larger than life and so I, um, so I just really enjoyed the the performance um, more, I think, than anything else. So yeah, mm -hmm. this, and so it was great. I I, I don't want to say like is Marvel out of its like, uh, you know, oh yeah, out of its slump or slump, whatever. I, I, yeah, probably not. But mm. but this at least shows me that they still have the goods. 
Yeah. You know, you really do feel the, the, um, the continuity and I don't mean in terms of story continuity, but you feel the, the continuity of like the, the vibes from season one. Like mm-hmm. it feels like the second part of this story. Um, you know, it, it feels like when, uh, uh, you know, it feels like a good sequel uh, that was, uh, you know, t- telling telling the second the second part of a of a of an already planned out story. You know, it's like when they've already sort of written chapters one and two uh, of the story, and it's sort of like, all right, well, we'll make chapter two if uh, if the first one goes over well, right? And that's that's how this felt. Like, okay, it's very much uh, uh, conceived as as part of the whole story. Whether it was or not, I don't know, but it felt like it, and yeah, that's the and that's the if, success. if it's not, I'm very impressed they made it feel like it. Yep, I agree. Like it, like starting with the first with the pilot of season one leading to the very end of season two that seemed like there was actually quite a clear progression of character arc and narrative for loki and in some ways some of the these other characters too was just like slow to learn about them through the mystery that is the show so um so you don't see the whole picture but like renslayer like like you you get a, a she gets a when you look at her story sort of as we from a from a few feet back you take a step back and look at it now that we've seen uh how she became the way she she is now like it all it all sort of it all mm-hmm. connects in a and in really in a cohesive way that it feels like it feels like that was the intent from the beginning yep i i agree and you know like, like you said maybe it was but it, mm-hmm. it if it's not that's the fact that i don't know makes it good exactly exactly yeah um, so let's talk spoilers now since um since we're in it. Um I I so the whole first season like leads up to um the one who remains, right? Mm-hmm. Kang, this version of Kang. And um the it's still very much about Kang. But it's actually really still more about the timeline than mm-hmm. anything. Like Kang's almost incidental in it. And I really enjoyed that because it feels like you said, it feels like its own story. Like yeah. the only time it actually feels like it belongs to the rest of the MCU and apart from like Loki's passing references to like his invasion of New York or whatever. Right. Um is really like at the very end where they're going through files and they're like, Oh, one of the variants showed up on 616 but they took care of it. That was so cool. Yeah, that was I great. I the 616 reference, yeah. Yeah. It, and you're almost like, "Oh yeah, right, you are connected to everything else because it's easy to forget how the whole story is structured that like even the Loki that we we witness isn't really the Loki that we watched through all of these movies because that Loki's dead. Right. Right? This one is Loki up to Avengers and then he's pulled and Mm -hmm. I would assume he like learned the lessons along the way because he watched his his variant you know right die so I think that there's something so I'm I'm a little I'm I'm sorry I'm a little over the place but Loki is traditionally branded as a villain Mm -hmm. which is you know in Marvel whatever right you know Thor's the hero Loki's the bad guy sure in Loki's not really a bad guy in Norse mythology. He's a trickster character, yeah, which is yeah. different than like you wouldn't call Bugs Bunny a bad guy, 
right? He's just That's, well, you know, depends depends right. who you ask. Elmer right. Fudd might. It depends who you ask, right? <laughs> and so, like in so in Norse mythology, Loki is not like evil. He's right. just out for his own ends. But those sure. ends can be good or bad. Mm-hmm. Like, and so, and I think the MCU does a pretty good job at that at like fleshing that character that type of character out um like up until the his death in infinity war but Mm -hmm. i feel like loki the television show does a really good job at um kind of driving two things home one that he's a god and two that he um that he is up for his own ends but that doesn't mean that it's bad Mm-hmm. It just me like you know like he 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 has his own compass not mm-hmm. but that own compass can be directed towards goodness if it so if it so pleases him and I think yeah. that that's kind of where the story ends up that he ends up in this self sacrificial place yeah yeah he he learns you know he he learns friendship and and then learns compassion. Um, and and putting putting you know the the greater good first um <clears throat> in a way that he didn't um you know when we first saw him you know it back back in thor certainly like um you see this this totally different like they they did an a, a an amazing and convincing job at turning this v- comic book villain uh into the hero of his own story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think what's fascinating, like you said, he like learns compassion. And there's that scene where he talks about like um, Thor getting banished from Asgard and coming back and Loki thinking that him being completely changed was weakness. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that he like learned to care was a weakness. And obviously like he's without saying it, he's like, all right, excuse not because that's what exactly what happened to him. He's basically banished to a, a place that is not his own. And he is forced, and he like it's about the friends he made along the way. Mm-hmm. It is it in some ways it mirrors Thor's story, um, but yeah. Um, but what I I kind of like about that is that he still gets his throne, but in mm-hmm. the way that like a a person in power should get their throne through sacrifice and the care yeah. of others. Because at the end of the day, he's not just a god; he's the god of all stories, which I really mm. liked. Right? You know, like he's um, it's not just um, it's not I rule over the TVA. It's not over I rule. O- he doesn't even rule over the time stream. He is the caretaker of the time stream that sits on the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's not really a throne; it's a chair. He just looks like a throne because he's got his right. little, you know, his his ram helmet on. And they made plenty of references to to him being seduced by a throne, right? So mm-hmm. he literally said that in, in the one of the last two episodes. Um, so like that that imagery was 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 there throughout, right? Exactly. And sort of came, came uh, culminated mm-hmm. uh, in the end. There, I just think the like, but to not to take the throne, but to like to have the throne, but not to take the throne, right? Because that's yeah. been Loki's thing is to take things for himself as opposed to claim them for himself because that's what is it the because that's what the need is so he like mm. he says i am not like he says 
it, like in the season that he's like, I'm not interested in the throne anymore. But then for it, like for it to come back around and be like, it doesn't matter that you were interested in them. Greatness is thrust upon you. Yeah. Right. You know? Like, yeah. And I, um, that, and that's what the, you know, his glorious purpose is. Yes, exactly. That's his glorious purpose. It, and it, it's not unlike Thor and Mjolnir, uh, in a way when, when he was uh, unable to wield Mjolnir, right. In the first mm-hmm. movie, like, it's not unlike that where it's sort of, it wasn't until he, um, it wasn't until he, he no longer sought, um, uh, kingship and power for its own sake that he was rewarded with, with those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of what Loki, Loki kind of learned the same, like, but instead of trying to by hook or by crook, get, get the throne or, or, you know, be, be, uh, someone's, uh, be, be, be the, I don't know, be some kind of a, a royal figure, uh, even if it's over the Chitari. um, Instead of that, he like becomes this benevolent king figure outside of time, who is who is yeah the caretaker, uh, keeping keeping everything moving, keeping everything together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, I enjoyed. Um, I think that's why. I think that's why the ending succeeds so well because mm-hmm. not only does it. Re- it rewards you. It rewards the characters for their hard work, right? Where mm-hmm. they, um, you know, they they pretty much all get what they want in the end, in, in some form or fashion. Like, like um, Mobius gets to work at the TVA, which he actually does want, but he also gets to see what his life is otherwise. So they both, you know, they both they both um, get it, or um, or Obi make some friends basically. Yeah. But is also like known for the hard work that he's doing instead of being forgotten. Right. And, right. And so like, that's, um, I guess, whereas Loki ha- comes to understand goodness. So does the show reward those who worked for good, yeah. um, which is not always something that, you know, which is not always something that happens. And, and so like we talked about on our captain Marvel or the Marvel's, um, review that like it's uninterested like the the movie is uninterested in the like fallout of things even though like that is actually part of the story but like you're just like okay you just reunite the sun and you know like, whatever and then you go and this one i feel like it's all about the consequences and like and how to fix those consequences and like re like it wasn't lost on me that this whole show is about time travel which just me and so like and starting again fresh literally fresh starts but that's what loki's doing he's getting a fresh start over again and so you know i just like i think it just thematically and narratively all just really jived together really well yeah that that's what i mean when i say that they they did a really good job making it feel like if it was not a planned a planned out sort of two season story to begin with, it, they did a really wonderful job tying things together and and making making the the season in itself uh, be self uh, contained. Each season is is self contained enough, you know. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. there's a connection from one to the to the next. Um, but there there is a there is there are two distinct stories that are that are happening, um, and yet it is one overarching story when you when you put the pieces together. So it's. Um, they did they did a really really wonderful job it's it's such a uh a kind of a rare blend of like 
of of watchability and uh humor and heart and and re- like it it actually says something um it, it actually has a point of view on on like the importance of um on on the importance of like having something to live for having having people to 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 uh, to care about and to to motivate you to want to to do something for them to love mm-hmm. the other and not just yourself. Dare I say, glorious purpose? Glorious right. purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 has a point of view on that. It has a point of view on uh, it. Well, it it at least uh, explores questions about like uh, uh, taking away people's uh, 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 free will. You know, if you if you were to to mess with the timeline in such and such a way what does that do to do people have a choice anymore or are they just or or are they free to choose um it 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 at least does a a cursory um pass at that philosophical question um and explores it a bit even if it doesn't have an answer because no one's really answered that question in thousands of years right um so it it, but it it does so much and and uh and 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 services all those things pretty well i think i think so especially for like the the genre that it is or like the venue that it's it's doing this thing like you know yeah it's at the end of the day it's still the mcu and it has to be accessible so i it doesn't you know it can go as far as it can go um but you know i wouldn't expect you know i don't know arthur to make grand statement any grander statements about friendship than what the audience that it's aimed for so yeah, I, I exactly. think for the audience exactly. it's aimed for, it, 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 it is extraordinarily good um, at talking about these things. Even just, I, I, as you know, I enjoy when things are show, don't tell. Like there's a lot of subtext, subtext of what's going on. So like there's a lot of time slipping in this season and like having to go back and repeat steps and whatever else. And so in some ways it's kind of like a labyrinth. Mm-hmm. or a maze or just like a spiral but like the design of the tva particularly in these new rooms that we were that we were in it's all spirals and circles mm-hmm. and stuff like the big observation deck is a circle and even like that really tiny hallway with all the filing cabinets that they like keep walking in that's a circle or half circle like everything is they're always like wrapped by something kind of like and so i enjoyed like there's a claustrophobia to the TVA this season because of that. Um, and there's like this maze like quality for like the, what they're trying to, um, what they're trying to accomplish versus how they're like, keep getting offset and so on and so on and so on from there. Um, I really, I just, I liked that. I, I liked that choice. And when they weren't in the TVA, you almost like feel too open. Like it actually, I felt exposed them like the episode when they're in old timey Chicago yeah. um, at the World's Fair and stuff there's like that symbolism isn't there and so it's like they're in danger because they're not closed in right. so there's like this yeah, weird like I, yeah right so they're like they're like protected by the enclosed TVA but then they're also like stuck in it and like cycling back and like all of like all of that just was like really good like it's layers just, just so many, like an onion, you know? Like an onion. Yeah. There's so many, so many well thought out things. Um, and so, 
Uh, so many good onions. So many good onions. Onions you might get on a Big Mac at McDonald's. Speaking of McDonald's, how about how they they turned an actual McDonald's into what it would have looked like in the in the 80s? felt felt good actually. Yeah. Like truthfully, I like saw it and I was like, wow, I didn't realize that I missed that. Yeah. Like those like hard plastic yellow chairs and the like the board like the light old school menu board, board. and like. I just like looking at it like nostalgia is a a word that we throw around a lot. And I don't know if I have nostalgia for old McDonald's, but even just like the it made me realize how sick I am of LCD menu screens. Uh, uh-huh. Just uh-huh. or just See, I I definitely I definitely noticed the the menu board and felt felt a a warmness for it. Um but I, but I almost more so felt it for like the, the, the architecture itself not Sun being room, like yeah the the like sort of brutalist uh you know right mm-hmm. angles and and slate and yep. uh, and that kind of thing or uh, on the outside and then sort of just drab uh I don't know wood slats at like or whatever on the inside like um that that look that is sort of mm-hmm. just everywhere now because it's cheap to reproduce and and is somewhat like in style um it's it's just it say what you will about the 80s and 90s uh uh you know color palettes and and everything else there's a lot of brown and mustard yellow and stuff but like it it wasn't it wasn't uh monotonous at least (laughs) i don't know (laughs) no it's true and i mean like the this like slate wood slatted style is not it's pleasant in some ways to look at but everything's cold like yeah yeah there's like a there's like a almost like a hard distance between like yes. the happy meal and the slate well yeah yeah exactly yeah but like there isn't like but i will gladly get a happy meal in the the mcdonald's with a sun with like a conservatory sunroom yeah. you know and yeah. yeah there's just something very i agree very pleasant about yeah. that even yeah. like Sylvie's bag was like nicely like folded with her yeah. food in it and stuff, and I don't know if that ever happened, but you know it was like this. It wasn't your like pre-crumpled brown bag or whatever yeah, from yeah. The, you know, the, yeah. I just, speaking of Sylvie, we're getting hung up on McDonald's, but um, uh, was Sylvie underserved, or like, do you think that she had enough to do? Does it matter if she had enough to do or not to do? I did kind of feel like I wanted more of her uh, this season. And I felt like she was very unmoving, you know, and, and, and sort of like uh, not, not, um, you know, not, not open to being uh, convinced, uh, you know, not open to, to hearing Loki out in a lot of ways. And, but then again, I also felt like there were times where it was sort of like, dude, just explain to her what's going on. Just, ex- yeah, just explain that, it. Yeah. That's how I always feel. And those, like, if you just know, said too. it out loud, then right. there wouldn't be an issue here. Um, you wouldn't have to try to, to, she wouldn't have to be like, well, you have to kill me a thousand times. Like, mm-hmm. if you would just sort of, from the beginning, explain what's happening here. Yeah. A little more succinctly or like directly. Like, this is what's happening. Just... The, um, I, um, I was going to lose I lost my, I think like her not listening to Loki was quite interesting because she yeah. is Loki, right? Yes. They're variants of one another. And how often do we actually listen to ourselves? 
Hmm. Um, like we deny, especially, or even like, you know, like when you meet somebody who is like you or share your personality traits in some way and you're like, Oh, I don't like that guy. Sure. You know, like I don't want to listen to anything that guy has to say. And even though like subconsciously you don't even realize that you don't want to listen because they're, you recognize yourself in them too much. Sure. Um, I think there's a bit of that with Sylvie going on. Uh, so I enjoyed her just, I don't know her, like when it comes to it, like they're both Loki, but like lo- main Loki is seeking glorious purpose in his own, in some way, whether it's sacrificial or not. And Sylvie is seeking purpose, you know, yeah. with that, you know, in that not, it doesn't in it quite opposite, but she's like, doesn't want the glorious part is left out of it. Like what she is wants an ordinary life, which is not, which you would argue is not glorious. Right. Right. And so like, it's quite opposite for the, like the Loki who is sitting on a golden throne quite in some ways, literally like re he rebirthed Yidrasil, the world tree. Right. You know, he is the new, he is the new, um, um, not high father. That's DC. What do you call Odin? All father. All father. Thank you. Like he is, that's him now. That's mm-hmm. it. Like he did it. That's, it's all like he is, he is that person. He, and so, especially with the tree, like it's not just like Yidrasil, in some ways it's bigger. Yidrasil is nine realms, mm-hmm. but, but this new one is all realms mm. across the multiverse, every single one and so he is he is the all father um of stories of the of the multiverse and sylvie is sylvie mm-hmm. and even though they're both loki it's just it's just so fun to see their juxtaposition um of character i guess it's really smart it's just like really well thought out it really is it really really is I just, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Do you think this is the end of Tom Hilson as Loki? No, I think that there's a multiversal war, yeah. a secret war thingy coming. So, like, he might not be a main character anymore, but I would be highly surprised if he was done. He, like, I think Chris Hemsworth are just like, yeah. Or not even Chris Hemsworth, Sam Jackson. I think they're just like, mm, yeah. yeah, why not? Like, I'll do another one. Yeah, that's you know, fun, yeah. I feel yeah. like for Sam Jackson, he's just like, I like the genre, and I'm having yeah. fun, and it's a paycheck, so, like, why the heck not? Like, he, like, I mean, when they called him, to like, can, like, in the early 2000s, like, can we use your likeness for the Ultimates? He was like, yeah, that's super fun. So, yeah. like, I, and I feel like for Tom Hiddleston, he, Loki is one of the most well-rounded characters in the mcu like apart from tony stark maybe Mm -hmm. like he doesn't like they're the guys that have the most fleshed out stories yes and so if his story like if if he still has some a place to explore that isn't forced then yeah why not i'm i'm totally with you i'm i'm all behind it if he wants to keep doing it i i there was a there was a I had a real feeling of like, if if this is where his his story were to end, I'd be satisfied. Like that's a good Completely. ending place, you know, for him to sort of 
like that last shot of him is sort of a great last memory of that character to have right mm-hmm. um but i agree with you i i do think that yeah it, there's a multiverse out there he'll he'll come back because he he just because it's fun um the same as i th- i think we'll see you know uh, robert Downey jr again um in some multiversal context at some point it's possible um, I, I I think that at some point we'll see them all again, but maybe it would be wise to to take some time and let us miss them, and then yep. and then have them come back in in some or you know even if it's just for a cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think we'll see. I think we'll see him again, even though. But that was a nice ending, regardless for for this version of him. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I think it's a nice ending for the episode as well, Frank. I think so, so. Yes. I think so. Tell people where they can find us. If you want to head on over to the TV, no, if you want to head over to uh, uh you can uh, find all uh, of our nearly 500 episodes um, and show notes and uh, and everything else. It's a great search feature. You can find whatever episode you're looking for. I actually kind of use it a lot. I'm going to probably look up our Loki season one review after this. Um but you can go to beerwithgeeks.com. You can go to uh, anywhere you find your podcast. You can subscribe. You can leave a rating or a review. Uh, and you can head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio if you want to help us out uh, with uh, a buck or two to help us pay for uh, pay for the cost of making a podcast. <laughs> what does it cost to make a podcast these days, Frank? Money. Money. cost money, 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 money. Um. Frank, it was a pleasure to talk to you as always. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.